Blog Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. It's such a faithful God. I've seen Him show up for me in unique ways. You know, that's why I, I'm quite reckless when I worship. I start doing anyhow, anyhow, anywhere beloved. Somebody say anywhere beloved. Are you ready to worship God with me like that? That is the kind of worship I want. To put your hands on the tree.
Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, Jehoshua. Praise you, mighty, mighty Lord. Mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, mighty Jehoshua, faithful God, is the God we serve, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you, Lord. Well, shalom, shalom. 
My brother and my sister, welcome to the Lord's Hour. Hallelujah. Your brother in Christ, Brother L.V. Sapata. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We are in the last of the last before the return of Jesus. He is about to return for his bride that have made herself ready through repentance, through daily repenting, weekly fasting. Shalom, Brother Miguel. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to God. Hallelujah. God is good. And his love and his mercy endure forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, tonight we're going to be sharing a prophetic view of the Word of God, of everything that is coming to pass in the last days, plus the revelation God has given us, my brother and sister, in the last days before the Lord returns. We're barely days and hours before Jesus returns, before the great tribulation begins, which we know the bride of Christ is not going to be here. Hallelujah. Before the, the hallelujah, the tribulation begins, the bride of Christ will be taken out. Thank you, Lord. One of the signs Jesus would, would gave me, uh, how I know that we were so close to uh, going home, the Lord said there will be very few people, two or three, will be barely following your ministry. Amen. And I can see that coming to pass more and more. The Lord is never wrong. He's always right. Amen. He, he the, hallelujah, uh, had 12 disciples and a great multitude following him. And the, and, and the end, there was only 11 left. 11. After Jesus went home, the disciple had to select another disciple after Judah uh, hanged himself. Judah the scariest hanged himself. So that was one of the signs he showed me, my brother and sister. I, I saw very few people following the ministry in that revelation a few years back as I was asking the Lord, my brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. The Lord knows every heart, every mind. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord, but God is good. God is awesome. Thank you, sister. Amen. Our God is a good God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. I've been in the prophet, and and one of the things I'm going to talk about tonight is a retinue, my brother and sister, like a leftover or a few off, okay, my brother and sister. And this retinue, you're going to understand by the word of God, my brother and sister, what's happening in Israel today with the nations about to attack Israel. Hallelujah. Once you understand what God is doing, because you need to understand what God is doing, not what the media, not what CNN is saying or Fox News. It's what God says in his word that's important, my brother and sister. Once you see what God is doing, it, it will give you a good understanding what is going on. Because a lot of people say, what is going on? But you gotta, you got to look it up in the Word and see what's going on right now. Amen. And I believe what's going on right now is in the Word of God, my brother and my sister. I'm going to start in Isaiah 10, verse 21. And this is what it says. A reckoning will return. 
and in the reckoning of Jacob to the mighty God. Okay, verse 22. Thank you, Lord. For although your people, Israel, like the sand of the sea, only a reckoning of them will return. Destruction is decree, overflowing justice. Okay, I want you to pay attention to this because this is exactly what's going on in Israel today, right now. Okay, and if you want to understand what's going on, it's in the Word of God. And here's what the Word of God says. Okay, destruction is decreed, overflowing with justice. Okay, my brother and sister, shalom, Sister Wendy, shalom, Arlie, shalom, the Lord's servant, shalom to each and one of you. This is what's going on in Israel. Okay. There is a reckoning that's going to be left out of all the people you see. I tell you the truth. When the Lord showed me in the middle of the Great Tribulation at one time, when he took me to the Great Tribulation, there was no IDF left. There was not, there was no one military that was protecting the Jewish people by Messiah alone. I'm talking by the end, a year or two before the Great Tribulation ended. Messiah was already there, my brother and sister. And this is why uh, uh, when, when we read Revelation, there, there's one part of Revelation that I read that a lot of people, that I, I, I disagree with a lot of people, my brother and sister. And, you know, here's Revelation 6.1. And I saw the Lamb open the one of the seal. And I heard as it was a noise of thunder, and one of the four living beings saying, come and see. Okay. Now, the lamb opened the book, but look who's telling John to come and see. My brother and sister, one of the living beings was the one, not the Lord, one of the living beings told John, come and see. Why? Because we are witnesses. You and I are witnesses. John is a witness. Remember Jesus saying to his disciples, Ye are my witness. And a lot of people don't understand that witness need to see. They need to watch. Why is the church still here? The church needs to see. Not the entire great revelation. No. We're not appointed to wrap. We're not appointed to judgment. We're going to be taken home before the great revelation begins. But everything that the nations are doing right now, you and I need to be a witness of what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're planning against Israel. Because one day, as the Lord says to me, in that white throne judgment, Jesus says, I'm going to be there. And a lot of you are going to be there. Not all of you, but some of you are going to be there also. So why are we here? Because we need to see. Witness need to see. You can look it up online. You can look it up on the dictionary. What is a witness? Someone that saw something. Okay? You have to see. Because in that white throne judgment, you and I need to testify. Okay? We need to tell what we saw before that great judge, our God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. So verse 2, And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that set up on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him. 
And he fir- he went forward conquering to conquer. Okay? I believe this is the Lord. A lot of people believe this is the Antichrist. Okay? I never read the Antichrist having a white horse anywhere in the Bible. I mean, I, I took this verse practically apart. And when I said apart, is I took uh, uh, this verse and I started comparing it with other prophecies to see if anybody else said the same thing. Okay? And the only one in a white horse that you will find is the Lord. Okay? Nobody else in the Bible has a white horse. Not the devil, not the Antichrist. So when I hear people saying that this is the Antichrist, you got to have a proof in the Bible. And I have a proof that I have proved plenty of it, okay, uh, that Jesus is the one, hallelujah, my brother and sister with the white horse, okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation, uh, here's Revelation 19:11. I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. He that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and righteousness he does judge and make war. Okay? And you can look it up over the Bible. Uh, uh, I mean, you got to show me where the Antichrist had a, a white horse. Because I looked it up, and, and you know, uh, Revelation 19, 14, and the army which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, and white and clean, follow him upon the white horse. Again, the white horse is attributed to the Lord, okay? And never attributed to the Antichrist or the beast or anybody else. So, you know, you have to, the Bible confirmed itself. So when you talk about something that you said it is, you have to kind of compare it. Zechariah 1a, I, I saw by night, behold, a man riding on a, on a red horse, okay? And a man that mar- murder three, three, or martyr three, that were in the bottom behind it were red horses, sparkle, and white, okay? And the third chariot was white horse, and the first chariot grizzled, uh, and, and, you know, and then you, you compare to what Zachariah is talking about, you go back to verse 6, Okay, and I turned to Zechariah in verse 6, 1, lifted up my eyes and looked, behold, there came four chariots all from, from between the mountain, and the mountain with the mountains of brass. The first chariot was red horse, the second chariot was black horse, the third chariot was white horse, and the first chariot grizzled a bay horse. And, and answered and said unto the angel who talked with me, uh, uh, what are these, my Lord? And the answer answered said, These are the four spirits of heaven. We go forth standing before the Lord to the earth. Okay? So you notice that he's referring coming out of heaven. Okay? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Rob. Thank you, Lord. So it's referring to, okay, referring to the four spirit coming out of the throne. The Lord. These are the Lord. Okay? Paul talks about the spirit that raised Christ. That raised Christ from the dead. Okay. So again, I take apart this verse of uh, Revelation 6 2, and it's all pointing to Jesus. None of it pointed to the Antichrist. So I don't know where do they get that. I can find Bible proof that this is Jesus, but I cannot find Bible proof that will say the otherwise. My brother and sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So it's so awesome. And then so verse 6. 
the black herd which they and go forth into the north country, okay? And the white herd goes to them, and the greats will go toward the country, the south country, and they, they very went for the south to go, that they might walk through the, to and fro through the earth. And he said, get you hands and walk to the, hallelujah, walk to the end and cry out hands unto me, and spoke unto me, saying, Behold, these go toward the north country, have quiet spirit of the north country. Okay? So, God is talking about what he will be doing in the last days. My brother insisted. And every time you hear about the south, the north, you got to look where Israel is, and look who is to the north of Israel. And we can say Russia is to the north. Okay? You may say, well, north, okay. North, got to compare how it is. And the older map, like 2,000 years ago, when you look at Russia and Israel, it, it was exactly to the north. Now, since everything had kind of moved a bit, things are shifting. You know, it's like west, north, I believe it is. So, but it's still north. It's still north. No matter how you see it, it's still north. Okay? And these are the things you study. You're researching because you want to know. Amen. So he go forth conquering to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living being said, come and see again. Someone else beside the Lord from the throne is saying to John, come and see. Okay. And even if the Lord is the one saying it, still the Lord can be in any place at the same time. It doesn't matter. It's still the Lord, in my opinion. Verse 4. And there went out another horse that was red. Power was given unto him to set her and to take peace from the earth, that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. My brother and sister. Peace from the earth. This is why we, the bride of Christ, cannot be here. Okay? There's no peace without Christ first. Peace is going to be taken. Whatever people have without Christ, they're about to lose it completely. And when I say they're about to lose it, they're about to lose their temper. They're about to get out of control. They're about to beat their neighbor, their own family, and kill one another without, without any mercy. That's why it says the sword. And this is a demonic act. And it's going to take a demonic spirit to get people to do that too. My brother and sister. It's, it's going to be so difficult on the earth for humanity, okay, that the best thing you and I can do as a wise advice from the Lord is to be in repenting now and to be in seeking the Lord and to be in getting ready to go home with Jesus. And the only things that can get you, you and I ready is the Lord. And the only thing that can cleanse us is his blood. And the only thing that can purify is his fire. So we have to <laughs> come. Under his obedience, more than ever, my brother and sister, now, get him ready to go home, because he's about to take his people home. The signs of the coming are there, more than ever, my brother and sister. One of the signs that we see in the book of Joel is a blood moon. Someone look at history. Someone read a, did a, res, a, a research on history. And a nation that had three blood moon less than 20 years. Every single nation in the world in history that had three blood moon in less than 20 years has been completely destroyed. 
after the third blood moon. This month, we're getting a third blood moon in the United States. My brother and sisters, unless the United States is not counted as one of the nations on the earth, which it is, hallelujah, it will escape the judgment to come that is already programmed by history, by judgment, by sign to come upon this nation. There's been two blood moons in the United States. The second blood moon, I believe, it, started, it, did, it happened in 2018. I could be wrong. Could be, could have, one of those years when that uh, hurricane came and hit Houston and Florida, my, Texas, my brother and sister, and damaged so many homes in Houston. I had a brother in there who had to leave Houston because it was so flooded. The house where he was staying got completely damaged. Okay, my brother and sister. That was the second blood moon that hit the United States. Now, there's a third one hitting this month of October before it's finished. I, I don't know if it's the 25th, but after the three blood moons had come upon a nation, according to history, the nation had come completely destroyed. Now, just a sign that you have a lot of people online looking to. Just a sign. It's like practically they can say, forget about anything else you read in the Bible. Okay? My brother and sister. Now, we go to the prophet Joel. Okay? Because in the prophet Joel chapter 2, down to where it talks about the blood moon, okay, it will tell you that the moon will turn into blood. But you cannot skip starting to reading from verse 1 of Joel 2. My brother insisted. Okay? Now, Joel 2. Now, I, I gave you the sign of the blood moon now, because you, you may have thousands, hundreds of thousands of people just looking at the blood moon, the sign of the moon. And they believe that that sign alone speaks about the destruction of America. That sign alone, without looking at any other sign. Now, now you have other signs to confirm it, like being destroyed in one hour. Okay? Joel chapter 2 begins blowing the shofar, my brother and sisters. And this time, the shofar, the trumpet sound, which that's what the church is looking for, the trumpet sound. Okay? What, is, what the God says to the, to the prophet? Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Okay? But to whom God is talking to, that is the question here. The prophet Joel is writing. He's listening to what God is saying, and he's writing it down. The question is, to whom this word is being spoken to? We know that the word is for us, God's people. But to whom is his father speaking to? It's the question. Let me keep reading. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. And I say this now because there was a, a, a sister in the Lord this week that saw Michael with a trumpet on his mouth. A shofar. Okay? They, it thought that the archangel Michael was about to sound the shofar. My brother insisted. Let me keep reading. Blow ye the, the, the shofar in Zion, the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Okay? Now, what's the alarm in God's holy mountain? Right now, there's an alarm in God's holy mountain. Israel is about to go to war with, with the nation. 
Okay, first you get the Jafar, and then you get World War Three, basically. But it sounds like it's all happening together. The sounds of the Jafar and the sounds of the alarm. If you're in Israel right now, I was watching earlier a live video from Israel. Someone was, was uh, uh, passing a, a live feed from Israel. And, you know, with all this going on, you got the shofar that the, the, the rabbis are sounding, and then you got the, the, the alarm. But look, at, I want you to see something here in Joe chapter 2. God said to blow the shofar in his holy mountain. Okay, uh, the trumpet in Zion, in Zion, sorry, and the alarm in the holy mountain. But we're getting the alarm before the shofar. Uh, are you listening? Okay, I want you to meditate on this. Okay, I want you to meditate on this. Because one thing is not supposed to happen before another, another one. In, in God's order, we get the shofar. And then we get the alarm. Isn't that right, according to the Bible? But right now, we're getting the alarm, and we haven't heard the shofar of the Lord yet, of the archangel. My brothers, I just want you to think about this for a minute. Keep it in mind, okay? Because in, in the chronological order of God, this is the way it is. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Okay, that's what God said. That's the shofar, that's the trumpet. And then sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Okay? And look look at the reason why God says to do this. This is what I want you to see. And I'm sorry that I, I said one thing before another. I'm sorry for it. Please be understanding. Don't, don't, hallelujah. Okay, here's the reason why God says to do these two things. Okay? Again. Blow Jesus, the, the trumpet in Zion, sound my alarm in my holy mountain. Why? To let all the inhibited and other, uh, other land tremble. What land? The land of Israel. First of all, my holy mountain. Let all the inhibited and other land tremble. Okay? For the day of the Lord coming, for it's nine a hand. The only reason why God says to do this is because this day of the Lord cometh. It's already here. The day of the Lord is already here. This is why he, he's ordering the archangel to sound the shofar. Okay? And then sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Israel has an alarm all around Israel. Okay? All on the land in the higher places, the mountains. That's where they have all the alarms. And those alarms are to prepare so when Hamas, Hezbollah begin to launch missiles, the alarm can be sound and the people can be alerted of what is happening. And people can run into the basement, bunkers, whatever. They can take shelter. Okay, this is the way it's set up right now. And God knew all this before all this is happening. So God said, blow Jesus' trumpet in Zion. Okay? Now, if we go into the spiritual part of Zion, 
Sion is a spiritual life of God's people. Because Sion is the holy people, it's the holy city of God. In our spiritual life with him, in our spiritual walk with him, restoration, remnant, my brother and sister. And he's talking about the, 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 the bride of Christ. Blow Jesus trumpet in Sion is blowing to the spiritual people that are walking with God. Okay, the spiritual Sion is the bride of Christ. Okay? Sound the alarm in my holy mountain is the people in Israel. Let all the unhivering other land tremble. Why are they trembling? Why are they trembling right now in Israel? Because Israel is about to fight Hamas. It's fighting Hamas. It's, it's Hezbollah is already joining. Iran is joining. Turkey is joining. Egypt is joining. Pakistan is joining. I mean, you got all the Arab nations ready to join, including China and Russia. My brother and sister, China sent warship, and so did Russia. It was going to take them a few days to get there. Why are they waiting for, for them to get there? The EU, European nations, is sending warships to the Middle East also to join the fight. Only a few of them, not all of them. There's still a few nations there to be questioned who wants to join Russia and China. Believe it or not, they have submitted applications to the BRICS nations, which are being led by Russia and China. Twenty-six nations have submitted applications. That information is aligned, waiting for the approval. My problem. This week, Iran was approved as one of BRICS nations. Hallelujah. And it will be made official on January 1st. So by now, Russia and China has to defend Iran because they're part already of the BRICS nation. They have to supply Iran with whatever Iran needs, military assistance, whatever they need, weapons, my brother and sister. And all this waiting is like it's all been planned by the Antichrist. Remember a few weeks ago, the Lord allowed me to hear the, he took me to the kingdom uh, uh, of the king of darkness, the Antichrist. And I heard when he said, he has not come into the scene, he's coming into the scene very soon. He says to his minions, demons, to begin already. To begin. That he has given them the order for them to begin. And he was telling me, how, why, how come you have not begun yet? And the Lord has said to his prophet that the enemy wants to already begin this. Word, my brother and sister, wants to jump ahead at all this. Okay, I have a few prophecies, dreams and revelation that people had. I'm going to play them later on. Thank you, Lord. But let me give you the information first. Okay, now, so God said this because uh, the Lord cometh, for it is a knife, it is a hand. So how do we know that what's going on in Israel right now, right now as we're speaking, it's because the Lord is coming now. The Lord cometh. Okay? Cometh is on his way. Okay? My brother and sister, I believe it in me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Let me uh, look it up in the dictionary. 
praise you, Yeshua. Because I believe, hallelujah. Praise to God. Okay. Uh, third, uh, present indicated form of come. Simple present indicated form of come. Are you listening? He's coming. And it's present. It's not past. It's not future. It's right now. God is saying to the prophet Joel, when you see this, the, the trump is about to be sound. God is giving the order to his archangel. The alarm is sounding as a confirmation of the trumpet because the alarm is already sounding in Israel. And then God indicates where the alarm will be sounding in his holy mountain. That's Israel. That is Israel. God is telling us to the prophet Joel what will be happening when the the trumpet will sound. What will be an indication of the sounding of the chafar, the trumpet? The alarm will be sounding in the holy mountain. And the Lord will be coming now. Present. Not past or future. Now. Now. You heard about a young boy, 708, that Jesus told him, tell my people I am coming now. And again, Jesus came to him and said, tell my people I am coming now. Now, that's what God is saying to the prophet Joel. It has to be biblical. Okay? He's coming now. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. He's on his way now from his throne. The archangel has a trumpet ready to be sound. Because he's coming now. Okay? Blow ye the trumpet in sound. Sound the, the alarm is already sounding. It's, it's sounding in the holy mountain of Israel right now. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. Why are they trembling? Because they're about to go into nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapon might be going up any moment now from any nation. Iran has nuclear weapon. Pakistan has nuclear weapon. Egypt, Turkey has nuclear weapon. I'm not so sure about Egypt, but I know Turkey has it. Okay? The Lord cometh. He's on his way. For it is nine a hand. Okay? It's here. It's here. Thank you, Lord. What else is coming close to what's happening in Israel right now? What else is, is about to come? It has to be in the Bible. I cannot give you story. I have to give you biblical proof. And that's what I'm giving you tonight. Biblical proof. Listen. A day of darkness and, gluten, and gluteness. That's a three days of darkness. My brother and sister. But also, when the nuclear weapon goes off, it will create a marsh cloud of day of darkness like people have not seen before. Okay? You got, you're going to have to go on YouTube and look back when the United States dropped the bomb in Hiroshima with, with smoke. Okay? And see what happened. What kind of mushroom cloud it created. 
to some people describe it. I heard testimony of people who, 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 who I believe, I believe they were close to us. Saw what happened, or because it was all cloudy, it was dark there. According, this is this is uh, they were translating it uh, like from Japanese to English, and you're watching the testimony. And a lot of people say, "Why would you listen to that old stuff? You got to listen." Because what happened in the past is going to be repeated again. Okay? It's coming. And then now it's coming to our nation, too. It's coming to our nation. My brother and sister, it's close. Okay? People, people are all focused on the Middle East. And America is defenseless, practically. And the nations are getting ready. My brother and sister, it's coming. This, this never in the past history of Israel, where Israel has been attacked and everybody else got away with it. Never in history, my brother and sister. God has punished those nations. And one of the uh, examples of them is Egypt. Egypt, now after thousands of years, is rising up again after God destroyed it for coming against the Jewish people. No nation that has come against the Jewish people has been standing for too long. They have been annihilated, erased, my brothers and sisters. So incredible how history repeats itself, and it's repeating itself now again, my brothers and sisters. Again, so a day of darkness and gloomness. This is one thing the Lord spoke to me and many other people. Three days of darkness is about to, to as it happened in Egypt. Remember what I said, I shared on the Lord's Hour weeks and months ago, that the, the, the church going to heaven now is similar to Israel coming out of, coming out, coming out of Egypt. And before, e, before Israel, the children of Israel came out of Egypt, okay, there is a word in the Bible that says, that God took them out like in winds of eagle. Are you listening? The Bible says that God took them out like in winds of eagle. Okay? And if you read that, you think, wow, so God took them flying out of Egypt. But that's very significant and very prophetic. Because we're going to fly home. We're flying home. And so before Israel left Egypt, they have three days of darkness, my brother and sister. And so even when Messiah, to start everything again, he, when he died on Friday, resurrected on Sunday, there was three days of darkness in the land. The Bible registered. The Apostle Matthew registered. And I believe the Apostle Luke registered. My brother and sister. Darkness came on the land that, that night, that afternoon. My brother and sister. So again, the bride of Christ has to experience three days of darkness. Okay? Before uh, we begin this movement that is coming. Okay? Again, the prophet Joel testifies of that, confirms it. Okay? It says that the, the, for a nine, this is the Lord, day and nine. It's closed, it's here. And then a day of darkness and glutinous. A day of cloud and thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountain, a great people and strong, they have not been ever like it, neither should be any more of it. 
even to the year of many generations. My brothers and sisters, now, you can take this verse here and devour this verse little by little, okay? And the only place you're going to find in the Bible that people were called gray and strong were fallen angel when they came to the daughters of men in Genesis chapter 6. And then you keep looking in Genesis, okay? And strong was described to the sons and daughters of the fallen Nephilim. A great people and strong, okay? They have not been ever like it, neither there should be any more after, even to the year of many generations. I'll leave it as that. You can look it up. You can study that yourself. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. A great people and strong have never ever been like it, neither there should be any more after, even to the year of many generations. Because this is how you study the Bible. You have to take what the Bible says there, and look up what, because it's in the witness of two or three or more that are matters settled. So you have to have other prophets saying the same thing, or it will make no sense. My brother and sister, when you take this and you compare it to other prophets, it makes sense now. Verse 3, a fire devoured before them. Behind them a flame burned. The land is the garden of Eden before them. Behind them a desolated wilderness, yea, Nothing to escape them, my brother and sister. Remember when the Lord took me into the great tribulation, and I saw one of the fallen Nephilim, very powerful ones. They were creating an illusion for people. They were giving people mansions of gold. But the Lord had me look closely what these, they were creating with their own power. It was all fake. It was an illusion. And if that is true, it has to be in the Bible. What they were creating them looked like the land of, of the Garden of Adam and Eve. The Garden of Eden. My brother and sisters. But look what it says that behind them a desolated wilderness. Yea, nothing shall escape them. Well, when you read Revelation 13, the beast will have power over the saints to kill them. My brother and sister. It's going to be terrible on this earth. In the great, this great tribulation, that is about to begin. We're talking about dates from now, not years, my brother and sister. Since I don't know the day and hour, this is the way I'm speaking. Because I don't know, but I know it's dates from now, not years, my brother and sister. That the great tribulation, I've been taken to the great tribulation, including heaven, and when I look back, in between times, there's none. None. I'm not allowed to look up specifically how much we are left. Because God, if he doesn't allow his holy angel to know that, why do we think we should know it? And that's one thing I remember Larry has with Father. He told him the same. So God is keeping that in his own power. My brothers. But he's giving out the signs and wonder, though. Okay, he has given us that, and we can go by that. Verse 4, the appearance of them is the appearance of horses, and horses men. They, shall they run? So, so shall they run? Listen, if they appear like horses, okay, if they appear like an animal, they're not human, basically. If they don't appear human face, 
They don't appear humanely or human-like. They appear animal-like, like a horse. They're not human. Okay? Thank you, Lord. Verse 5. Like the noise of chariots, on top of the mountain shall they leap. Like the noise of flame, a fire that devoured the stumble. As the strong people set in battle array. My brother insisted. Again, strong people. Okay? Search in the Bible to whom the God calls strong people. My brother insisted. Like, like, like we say, strange flesh. Okay? Because that, that would help you, my brother and sister, understand what we're talking about here. Thank you, Lord. The Bible confirmed itself. My brother and sister, it tells you. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise you, the Lord. Thank you, God. I'm, I'm looking for some of it. See if I can. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the words for, for my, mighty, I think it's mighty men. So one of them, my brother and sister, praise you, God. No, mighty. I'm trying to uh, find one of them that God refers to. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Yeshua. Let me see. I believe it was Genesis 10 where you get more. I've I done a Bible study in this. My brother and sister. It, it's out of the generations of uh, uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth down to the bottom part of it. Okay. Uh, one of their sons, uh, uh, for some reason, there is, um, thank you, Lord. I don't, I don't want to make conclusion without having the verse at hand, but you can look it up yourself, okay, and compare it to what uh, Joel, the prophet, is being revealed to. My brother, verse 6, therefore, their face, uh, their face, the people should be much pain, all faces should gather uh, blackness, in order for them to cost it some people, my brother and sisters, think about it, Okay? There will be all kinds of nuclear weapons and other weapon, chemical weapon going on in the Great Revelation. I don't advise anyone to stay around to see it and say, oh, but this is what Brother Elliot was talking about. No, no, don't stay behind to, to see what your own eyes. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, until I see it, I don't believe it. Well, if you have to stay behind to see it, you are going to have seven terrible years of, of your life, which you will, this is what you're going to think when you're there. I wish I was never been born. Everyone staying behind in the great tribulation, they are going to which they never been born. Okay? It may not make sense to you now, but if you end up staying behind, you're going to wish you've never been born. Because things are going to change in such a way, okay, that you are going to ask yourself, how, how am I even alive? If you're there three years, four years in the Great Tribulation, still alive, you are going to ask yourself, how am I alive? When I see a person with two years without having a little bit of water or food to eat, you can imagine how skinny and hungry that person is, my brother and sister. And that person wonder how is he alive or she alive. Terrible, terrible. 
And the demon don't care at all. They're going to get what they want. They did it to the generations of Noah. They corrupted all flesh. My brother insisted. What, what were they trying to do by corrupting all flesh? They were trying to make sure not even one of them could be saved. I heard a prophecy of the Lord saying that they're doing things now to where people cannot even be saved already. Some people cannot even be saved. Of the, of the corruption that is going on in their lives. Okay? With technology and stuff that they're doing. That's what I heard a prophet saying, which is confirmed. It confirmed to me what they did in the times of Noah. They corrected all flesh to the point where they would not listen to Noah. They would not listen to God, who was speaking through Noah. 120 years was a preacher of righteousness. Not even one single soul was saved. He was able to keep his family from contaminating himself, but not one single person was saved out of his generation. All flesh got corrupted, and I believe eventually they kept getting more booster injected into their body, where their body was deeply unrescuable, unrestorable, because it was like every single month or every other two months or every three months, Another booster, and another booster, after they got the COVID-19 vaccine, and another booster, and another booster. Now, is, is our generation going the same way? Is it? Uh, if you don't believe me, go to your local pharmacist where you live and ask them how many boosters have they taken out since 2020 or 2021, and, and get your information uh, and, and find out. My brother and sister, because the more booster they keep injecting in people's body, the more they get to corrupt their body. To some level, the Lord already saying to the prophet, they will be un, they will not be restorable, rescue, or save. Okay, my brother and sister, it's horrible. Then they know exactly what they're doing. They already did it back in Genesis. They already did it. And they're doing the same. They're going to keep coming out with more booster and more booster. Because that will make sure these people that are getting it, they, that's it for them. That's the end of their, uh, them, that's it. My brother and sister, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, again, uh, verse 6, before their face, people uh, should be much pain. All faces we got a uh, blackness. How many faces are they planning to are the fallen one planning to, to bring into blackness, according to the prophet Joe and verse 6? Remember what 666 means? But on this 6 here, how many faces are they planning to gather blackness? Because that's what they're doing through the booster, my brother and sister. Okay? They're bringing them more and more into the blackness, into the kingdom of death. Okay? Someone had a uh, a sister had a dream of death the other day, a few days ago, and saw death coming into rain, like on the earth. She was shocked. She actually had an image of it, okay? And it was all blackness, black, black. And the face of death was like a, uh, like a dead body rising again, but it was all black, okay? So you see that God's work confirms everything that is happening and that will happen 
Again, Joe 2, 6. Before their faces, the people shall be much pain. Okay? That's a stay of uh, uh, that pain. I'm going to have to look it up in the dictionary. But it's a really bad state, like sick. Sick, needing a medicine. Okay? Or restoration. All right, so all faces, the faces of who? Of the people. Okay? Shall gather blackness. They, they, they're being contaminated so much, so much. These fallen ones are contaminating humanity so much. It is beyond many people understanding, or much people understanding. But this is what the boosters are doing. Their face is a gathering blackness. And, and again, we will have to, uh, let, me, let me look it up in another Bible translation, because it's, it's going to help us understand this better. I was doing that earlier, looking through, through um, you know, the Bible translation, my brothers and sisters, uh, just to um, thank you, Lord, compare what it says and, and, and get a better understanding. Thank you, Lord. I know one pe- people, some people stay to the one Bible, okay? Now, here's what the complete Jewish Bible says. All the presence of, of the people write in language, write in language. Every face is rain of color, okay? My brother and sister. Uh, and, and, you know, that anguish is a state of the soul, where the soul is. Okay, it's in close in there, my brother and sister, when they take the vaccine. But let, let me get a, see if we get another, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I, this one said that every face is turned pale. Okay, that, that, that helps a lot. Okay, uh, people are terrified in the presence. Every face grows pale, this other one said. So this is how you get a, a better understanding of what the Bible uh, um, now, here's the Living Bible. Fear grips the waiting people. Their face grow pale with fright. Okay? Uh, you know, the stay of them becoming beasts and, and werewolf is because they are being conditioned for that. With these boosters and all these medications. The vaccines already started that. Remember the Lord taking me to the lab and seeing the DNA of these animals flowing in the uh, deep, the fallen angel blood, and then from there they take, they they put them into the vaccine, they send them to the fridge, they put them in the fridge right away, they send them to every location they need to send them to, so they can inject these booster or vaccine. They have that specific animal. That's why I saw the grizzly bear, which I didn't know. It was also the DNA of a grizzly bear. I know liger, tiger, grizzly bear. Um, Leper, my brother and sister, all these wild animal DNA was, was in this lab where they were running it and, and falling angel blood to, and to send it. You know, if, if, again, if you look at blood to a certain, uh, the only thing that makes blood red is oxygen. I believe that's what it is. But if you see it without oxygen, it's blue. Okay, so you can see that bluish blood of fallen angel. It was not so much bluish, okay. But if you knew that the the fallen angel blood was giving this this animal DNA life in it, and inside the blood as they were swimming, 
they were turning into little monsters. But in the moment, this was, this was in a glass seal container, a large one, where they were doing all this. And, and then, so before they bring it out into the open, outside the open, you know, to put it in the person's body and all that, okay, it's like the, the, the animal, the, the, the DNA, the little monster, were calm. So they use some other things to keep that little monster calm before it gets injected into the person's body. Okay? My brother and sister. It's, it's terrible. It's just terrible what's going on. But it's really, that's what's going on. Verse 7. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb, walk like men of war. Okay? And now, listen. I saw when these locusts came out in the Great Tribulation, they were climbing walls. And I could not explain that to people because I didn't have a Bible verse that I can prove it with at the moment. Okay? Now I do have a Bible verse. Joe 2, 7. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb wall like men of war. They shall march everyone in his ways. And they shall not break their ranks. Are you listening? Remember that he saw... They they were saw like horses coming, animal. When John described it, it says that it have women's hair, I believe it says. Okay? And they even have a crown. So it is terrible thing, terrible fallen ones. My brother and sister. What is coming? Terrible, terrible things are coming and people will see them face to face. And will be terrified, the Bible says. Terrified like can, they cannot imagine. I knew that when I was uh, having a disagreement with one of them, it has a strength like of 10 men, my brother and sister. And you know how difficult it is to fight 10 men. I don't know if you've ever been surrounded by 10 men who are about to beat you up, okay? It's horrible to get away from 10 men who are surrounding you. Imagine one having the, the strength of 10 who will grab you by the hand like I saw one, grab a football player. And the guy was screaming, could not get himself off this animal's hand, falling one's hand. And the nail would nail, clawed like lion. My horrible things, my brother and sister. You know, this is what in days to being on the earth. Days. Terrible. Verse uh, 8. Neither should one trust another. They shall walk everyone in his path. When they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. So here's the thing. People say, well, I'll get a weapon. I'll get a gun. I'll get a sword. And I'll stop them. My brother and sister. People will say, you know, I'll be ready. I have my gun. I have this. I have my sword. I'll stop them. They won't be able to get in my house or do me no harm and none of that. Well, guess what the Bible says? Okay, we can have our own opinion. See, that's one thing with God. God will let us have our own opinion. Okay? Now, whether we are right is the problem here. This is the fact of the matter that God is always right. And we put our own opinion and say how we're going to defend ourselves. But God says about these things that are going to be released days from now, when the great tribulation begins, God, this is what God says. Neither to one to one another. They shall walk everyone in his path. When they fall upon the sword, 
Uh, why are they falling upon the sword? Because you're going to have people with a sword on their hand ready to cut them to pieces according to their own understanding. And what happens when they do? When they put the sword right through their belly, okay, they should not be wounded. And, and you got the sword through this thing, belly or chest or mouth or neck, and this thing is laughing at you, having fun with you because you're the prey. You are the prey. It's coming for humanity. They're coming. They're coming, and then they they will get a day and hour. Okay, Babylon gets one hour into being destroyed. These things will get. Uh, I, I got to look it up in Revelation. Gives you exactly the time that they're gonna have. My brother and sister, maybe some one of you can look it up. Okay, I don't remember if it's three months, thirty six months. We have to look it up. They have a short time. When they're going to come out and do this, but guess what? They're coming. They are coming. And they're going to cause people a lot of pain and hurting. And you're not going to be able to kill them with steel sword like people think they're going to do. They're going to be put, putting bullets through them. They're still running to you like the bullet's not even hurting them. It's going to be hell on earth, like God said. Like it never been before, Jesus said in Matthew 24, like it never be again. God helps humanity. God helps humanity. My brother, this is going to be terrible. Verse 9. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb upon the house. I saw this. They shall enter in the window like a thief. I saw this also. I saw them breaking through carts. People on the highway, either coming home from work, coming home from their office, or coming home from vacation, these things, when they were released up on the earth, I saw them breaking through people's windows, their car, like nothing. The window shattered when they hit the window. Not, and they will hit them with their head, their hand, their leg. And, and, and the people scream because they, they're, they look so horrible, so fearsome, the Bible says. People were very afraid of them when they saw that ugly, deep, Firing, dark, ugly, scary eyes. I don't know what other word to use to describe them, but they're horrible. And the word horrible might be sure compared to them. And my brother and sister, they're like a thief. Because they work for the prince of thief, for, for the devil. For the one that John 10, 10, but the thief come only to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus said. And then when he talked about himself, but I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. It's going to be terrible here within days. People, Jesus is coming. Get yourself right with him. Do not wait. Because one of the signs the Lord is giving me, I'm going to be off the air, and I believe very short. But not only me. Thousands upon hundreds of thousands of Christians will be off the air. My brother and sister, very soon by the order of the Antichrist, Google is going to block every single Christian. So will be Facebook. So will, so will be Twitter. They will all block every single Christian from being able to preach the word online. Okay. Very soon, they're getting ready for that already. 
uh, Google sent me, uh, YouTube sent me an uh, email this week on how I had an audio that's been there already that hundreds of people have listened to and been blessed by it that they decided to remove because they find an immaterial that that don't go according to their policy and all that. They're going back to every old video, every old message, and they are removing them. Any old preacher, any old pastor, any message of God that's been on YouTube are being deleted every single second, every single minute. They're going to remove the Bible. They're going to remove any message about Jesus, God, anything. On YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, the entire Internet, my brother and sister. In their sense, the, the Internet is being put in the hand of the U.N. The U.N. will be able to lock people out of the Internet forever, my brother and sister. Even if you are paying for an Internet service, once you are banned from the Internet, like it happened to a few people or many, they're going to ban you forever from the Internet. Not on your phone, not on your computer, not on your tablet. You will not be able to get online. They will track your name and last name, your social security, your license, everything. And a lot of people will not be able to get online. They have begun the cleansing, is what they're thinking, my brother and sister. And that's it. And the Lord, I remember when the Lord came to me about this, that very soon he will not allow me to come on the Lord's Tower anymore, that my ministry is practically over. When he showed me this, the Lord was next to me. My brother and my sister, I'm letting you know ahead of time, before it happens, we are within days of seeing changes. It's coming from the Lord that we have not seen on this earth. Changes are coming. Nuclear weapons are going off. Nation will disappear. Millions are going to die. Things are going to be changing. Water, air, all that is being contaminated to the level where certain people are dropping dead after drinking water, certain liquid. Their body cannot take it any longer, my brother and sister. And if this continues from here to next summer, you may have a lot of the elders and children dropping dead of the contamination of the air and so much more. It's bad. No exaggeration. It is just bad. But it's all being ignored. People are looking the other way, my brother and sister. But it's happening. It's, it's, it's happening. Let me keep reading. Joe chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. So they shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb upon the house. They shall enter in the window like a thief. The earth shall quake before them. Guess, guess who's bringing earthquakes on the earth when they are released to the earth? And they're about to be released. My brother and sister, they're bringing earthquakes. The earth shall quake before them. But those are earthquakes that they're going to be causing. Heaven shall tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark. And the stars shall withdraw from the shining. It's going to create this darkness upon the heaven that even the star will not shine anymore. They will withdraw from shining. 
Okay, that is a spiritual awakening. Like people have not seen it before since they were born. Okay, the sun and the moon shall be dark. Just think about that for a minute. How bad can that be? Okay, that the sun and the moon. You know, I like it because the prophet here gives you that the moon and the sun, uh, the sun and the moon, shall be dark. Later on, you're going to read about the red moon down below. But before, Joel is telling us from God that one of the experiences that is already beginning to happen is the sun and the moon being dark. And that has already begun slowly. Scientists can tell you that things are getting darker, date, or darker and shorter. That's online. You can Google that. But now, the moon becoming dark, my brother and sister, yes, it is. I remember when I was little back in the early 80s, and I would walk under the moon with my uncle. Very light, very lots of light. You could see clearly everywhere almost in the middle of the night with the full moon. You go out now with the full moon, you can hardly see now, my brother and sister. It's just how things have changed. The moon is becoming dark. But this darkness, my brother and sister, it's caused by something now. I know sin is causing the darkness now that we're talking about. But this is demonic force, darkness, coming upon the earth during the great tribulation. Where God's going to get us the bride out of here before, but whoever stay behind is going to live seven years under darkness. My brother and sister, the, moon, the sun is dark, the moon is dark. Okay, you never heard about this, but I got to show it to you. Joe 2.10. The stars shall withdraw from the shining, so the stars. Okay, this is why the earth is so dark during the Great Tribulation. No moon, no sun, no star. My brother and sister. So how is a solar panel going to work now? Huh? You see where everything is heading to now? Not only will all these things be dark, so you will you'll be your house. But, brother, I got solar panel, I got battery. How is your solar panel going to get any power? Okay? My brother and sister. There's another one that said that the wind will not blow. So wind power, brother, I'll have wind power. The wind is not going to blow neither. That will stop your solar panel, and that will stop your wind power. Okay? They have it all planned to get humanity. Where humanity have all their comfort right now, they're about to lose all their comfort and running high. That's the only way life is going to be. Soon, within days. Because Jesus is coming now, according to the prophet Joel. And according to all the prophets, he's telling them now. He's on his way now. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, now. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Verse 11. And the Lord shall honor his boy from, from before his army. And his camp is very great. For he is strong and execute his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide it? This, this is a fact. If people, <coughs> my brother and sister, are so worried, if people are so worried, about what's happening, and they contaminate themselves instead of calling upon the name of the Lord 
like the Apostle Peter said, that when that comes, talking about the great tribulation, whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father spoke to me about this, that so whoever call upon him and trust in him, he will keep him. First of all, he's not letting humanity die as the Antichrist and Satan want to kill everybody. Now they cannot. And the devil and the Antichrist and all his demons will know that if they behead anyone because they don't like him, that person will be saved if it's trusting in Christ. Okay? Think about it for a second. So they, they don't want to do that. They don't want to behead anyone. They'll cut their arm, their leg, but they don't want to behead anyone. Because their, their fear will be, if we do this, they're going to be saved. They could be saved. So it's a 99.9 chance that they don't want to take. Okay? My brother and sister. Okay? Because they will flee from them. They will look for them, but they will flee from them. So that is around. It's just not killing anymore. My brother and sister. Terrible. Terrible what is coming. So the Lord show out of his voice. This is the call of the Lord to his army. Get ready. Get ready. And his army are us, the church, the people. We are soldiers of Christ, bosses to the church. This is when we are about to come down. But, you know, by, by the time we're coming down, the worst for humanity already passed, practically. Okay, verse 12. Therefore also says the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. My Lord, my God, during the great tribulation, this is how God, even now, but during the great tribulation we're talking about, this is how God wants people to turn to him. Okay? You're already fasting because there's no food. Okay? But, you know, if you got no food, dedicate that to the Lord and say, Lord, I have no food to eat. Every day that goes by without me having food, I dedicate it as a fasting to you, Lord. Because God said to turn, turn even to him with all your heart. And this is not lips saying because you got no food. You got to do it from your heart and with all of it. And say, Lord, I dedicate my life to you as a fasting. Lord, if you're providing more food, I will eat. But if they're not, Lord, let thy will be done, Lord. Because as the prophet I all said, we have sinned, said Daniel. I can see, said David. I can see how we sinned. It has done this evil before thy, thine eyes. My brother and sisters, God said, turn even to me with all your heart. What is a sign that you are sincere, the Lord says to me, with fasting? When you repent and you fast, the Lord says you are being sincere. This is what tells God that you're being sincere. One of the things that really tells God you're being sincere. Okay? Jesus said this to me, I remember. That when you tell them to fast, if they do, they're being sincere. When they come to you, tell them to fast. Okay? Turn even to me. This is Joe 2, 12. With all your heart. Not 90% and 99. 100%. All your heart. And what's the sign that you're being sincere? We're fasting. Okay, and what's another thing that will help you? Whipping. 
God, please. God, please. It's hurting me. God, I haven't had in weeks and months. Please help me. And we're mourning all this hurts too much, God, please. I beg of you, have mercy upon me. And I don't ask you to save this body anymore, but I ask you to save my soul, oh, Lord, that I may be able to be with you, that I may be able to come to your new earth, oh, Jesus, have mercy. In your name, Lord, I pray. And when people come to the Lord with everything they have, no more is about themselves, but it's about the soul being saved, that the body may perish, O Lord, but that my soul will be saved, God, that your mercy and your grace, hallelujah, will sustain me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And you're coming crying out to him with all your heart. Not no more what you want to wear, what car you want to drive, or what house you want to buy. Now it's no more that. Now it's, Lord, save my soul. Save me, oh Lord, even if my body perish, Lord. God, I have an A for one or two years, oh Lord, or maybe three. But it doesn't matter anymore. I'm hungry and I'm thirsty but not anymore for food, but for your word. Lord, for you, I am hungry for your spirit. I am hungry for your presence, O oh Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You're crying out to him now. And it's not for your body anymore. Hallelujah. It's for your soul to be saved. And the demons are angry of you because you're praying. And listen, if, I, if you don't shut up, I'm going to cut your head. And you say, go ahead, go ahead, I dare you. And he goes, shut up your head and you'll say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 13, and rent your heart. Hallelujah. Here I am, O oh Lord. My heart is in pieces for you, Lord. My heart cries out to you, Lord, day and night. God, hear my prayer, Lord. There were times you spoke to me to your prophet, but I didn't have a ear to listen. You send your word, you send your messenger, your church when it was on the earth, your, your servants, Lord. I remember when they preached on the radio and the television, Lord, when they stopped me on my way to work, Lord, but I told them I didn't have time because I needed to make end meet, Lord. I needed to buy myself another car, another home, and take a long vacation, Lord. I didn't have time, Lord. Lord, I am so sorry for not listening to your church, for not listening to your prophet, for not listening to your servant. But here I am, oh, Lord. I had no food. I had no shelter. I had no water, Lord. But save my soul. Hallelujah. Rent your heart and not your garment. Turn unto the Lord God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great kindness, and repented of the evil. God will say for his throne, I, have, I am sorry for releasing all this evil from the pay upon your life, my child. But this is the only way you will turn to me. 
This is the only way you will see my grace. You will see my kindness, and you will see my mercy, because I spoke to you, America. I spoke to you, land of the earth, and you will not listen to me. I sent my servant, the prophet. I sent to you my messenger. Now my bride is with my son in his throne. Enjoying my promise. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. But I'm slow to anger and great in kindness. And the Lord listened, ready to forgive them. Hallelujah. He repented of the evil. The prophet said that God Almighty repents of the evil. He repented. He said, sorry, my children who are crying out to me. Hallelujah. Sorry for the, releasing these locusts upon the earth, for releasing these, these evil, wicked Nephilims upon the earth. I'm sorry. These fallen ones that are destroying your land. And killing your children. God repent of the evil. My brother and sister. God knows exactly what they're going to do. And cause upon humanity. Humanity is sleeping in a deep sleep right now. Right now they're sleeping. They're, they're snoring deeply in their sleep. Of sin and disobedience. And God will wish that they will be awakened. To the hour where the prophet Joe said that Jesus is on his way. Jesus is on his way, the prophet says. The Lord cometh. He's on his way. My brother and sister. Verse 14. Who knows if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him? Even me offering and drink offering unto the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Then again, says to, to the prophet, blow the trumpet of Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people and sanctify the congregation, assemble the elder, gather the children, those that suck and breast, let the bridegroom come forth from his chamber. Hallelujah. And the bride out of her retreat. Now, I want you, I want you to see this. I want you to see what the bridegroom went been for seven years, and what the bride been with the with the with the bride uh, with the Lord for seven years. That's what you see. That everything we talked about was during the seven year great tribulation. Look what happened at the end of the seven year. My brothers and sisters, gathered the people and sanctified the congregation, assembled the other, gathered the children, and those that sacked the breast. Now, what happened? Let the bridegroom go forward from his chamber and the bride out of his retreat. How, what's going on here? Why are they being called this way? Let the priest and the minister of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord. This is happening right over Israel. And we... As everyone is coming out, the elder and everyone, my brother and sister, look what's happening. And this return of Messiah with his army. Hallelujah. Spare thy people, O Lord. Hallelujah. Give thine heritage to reproach. 
that the heathen should not rule over them. Right now, they are ruling. For 42 months, the Bible says that the, the Gentile was trapped over Jerusalem, the holy city of the Lord. At this moment, that is being ruled by the Gentile for 42 months, according to the Lord's prophet. Okay? This is the cry now, that the heathen should not rule over them. What should they say among the people? Where is thy God? Who is mocking God right now in the third temple in Jerusalem? That the prophet said that will rule for 42 months. The Chuo Imani, the Tel Avahim, what we call in, in our language the Antichrist, the man of sin, the man of perdition, and his whole army. And if you want another prophet to confirm this, no problem, my brother and sister, because there's plenty of verses in the Bible that tells you this. Hallelujah. My brother and sister, the word of God has to come to pass. Hallelujah. Daniel 11:41. For he shall enter also into the glorious land, Israel, Jerusalem, and many countries shall be overthrown. But these shall escape out of his hand, even Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Amen. Right now in this three cities that we just mentioned, okay, there are things going on right now in Israel. Right now, as we're speaking. My brother and sister, Michael is there, first of all. There's protection of God there already. God fulfilled his word through his prophet. My brother and sister, he shall enter into the glorious land because the Gentile will rule for 42 months as the Lord. So this is his plan. But now comes to the end of the seventh year where the bridegroom leave his chamber and the bride comes out also ready for battle. The feast, the supper of the lamb, you know, like, remember the time of Esther? The feast was extended. Well, this feast is going to be extended almost to the end of the seven years. We're going to be enjoy. We're going to enjoy what's coming. And that's a reminder i got to read to you, my brother and sister, because we have to be reminded. You know, this is what it's all about, being reminded of where we're going, what we're celebrating, because this is what's going to motivate people. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. The God gives us the opportunity. Okay, how is the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew 22? It's like unto a certain king who made a marriage for his son. Here's the marriage celebration. He sent for his servant to call them that were invited to the wedding, but they would not come. And again, he first sent his servant, tell them that are invited. Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen. My fatling, my kill, and all the things already come to the marriage. Okay, this marriage celebration will come with every preparation that we'll need. Whatever you love to eat, you're going to eat there. It's a marriage celebration. Come on. All kinds of food and cake are going to be there. I was in heaven at one time. I saw a cake that it was similar to a mountain. Like on a table. It was on a table. 
and it was similar to a mountain. It has different level. I mean, I've seen cake and wedding down here before, similar to it. But, you know, I never thought that in heaven, in this wedding celebration of Jesus, there will be cake. I mean, no, I never heard a prophet saying this. And Jesus takes me, and I'm in the room of the celebration. I enter the room. I was allowed to enter the room. And I see this large cake. It was very large. I never seen a cake so large. And with so many levels on top of each other. And, and it had everything there ready. The cake is ready for the wedding. Around the place of this, this celebration where I was, was full of flowers. All kinds of color and beautiful flowers. I never seen a wedding with so many different colors of flowers. Beautifully adorned, my brother insisted. And then I was waiting there. They had me waiting there. They, they gave me enough time to look there. I saw people there, even from the Lord's hour. I saw a sister there. I believe it was Sister Erica I saw there. She was there. My brother and sister. And she was sitting on one, one of the table there. And I looked. I could recognize her, I remember. And other people that were there. And I looked around, and there were people there, because now the, the future of the people that will be sitting there was being shown to me back then. This celebration that is day, days from now that the bride will be in, it was shown to me back then with great details. Then I saw the Lord coming down the stairs to that room where I was. The Lord was up there, and, and the... Uh, one of the redeemed, I believe it was, went to get the Lord for me. And the Lord was walking down. And that's when the Lord walked down the door with me, where I shared that the one holding the door, layers, thank you, layers. Uh, the Lord had to make us small to get out of the door, out of the wedding celebration place. The door, the door is the entrance where each and one of us will enter in. And um, the Lord grabbed me or came close to me. The Lord was out next to me and began to talk to me. And said, go, my son. Go and tell them to get ready, to be ready. Not to get ready, to be ready. Okay? Everything is ready for them. Everything is prepared. And he was walking with me and explaining this to me and talking to me about these things. And I will not even say a word. I remember, I believe one of the words I say, like, yes, Lord, amen. That was it. Jesus was talking to me. I was completely quiet. My ear was widely open. If I could open them more, it would have been great to hear every word that Jesus was explaining to me. He said, go and share with them my revelation and my... My word and my revelation, he says first. His word first. And my revelation that I've given to you. Okay? So they will come to the place. He, his thing is that he wants people to decide to be with him. You know? And you need to follow in love with Jesus. And love him more and decide to be with him. My brother and my sister, it's important for this wedding celebration. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Verse 18. Then would the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. 
my brother insisted at this time, after the land of Israel was been stopped on by, by the Gentiles for 42 months, will return back with the Lord. And this is the attitude of the Lord toward Israel. The Lord will be jealous for his land and pity his people. My brother and sister, this, this is where we come with the Lord. And I remember seeing the Lord in the cloud of Jerusalem one time at the end of the seven-year great tribulation. Well, it was six years into, and Jesus was over it. I saw planes of different nations, France, Germany, United States, uh, uh, China, Japan. They were all coming to bomb Jerusalem. You know how are they gotten together now? And some of the nations that are not there yet remain quiet. You notice that's how certain nations have not said which way are they going to go? Are they going to defend Iran? Are they going to be with the United States and Israel? No. They're, they're on standby. And at this late hour, standby doesn't, doesn't cut it anymore. They have decided to go with the Antichrist. They're just not telling you that they are. But their decision was made months and years ago that they will be standing with the Antichrist. Most of the nation are. This is why the Antichrist coming with such a great army over the land of Israel. Because they are all going to support him. Right now, Biden is his puppet. And he is manipulating Biden as he, as he see a fit. Biden will be removed when, when he thinks he will be removed. And he's planning his agenda when God allows him to, for sure. God get light, God takes it. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Kamala Harris is the one he wants in office as the commander-in-chief. He might get away with that at least for a year or less. Okay? My brother and sister, things are coming to pass so quickly. Okay? Because in my dream, remember, I was in the overall office. And I saw when the Antichrist was telling Biden to begin to uh, nuclear bomb Russia with nuclear weapons. And Biden was telling him back that, if he will do that, Russia will re- retaliate, and millions of people will lose their life. He was reminding the Antichrist that Russia has much more nuclear weapons than the United States, and that the outcome will be much worse over here if they bomb Russia. My brother and sister, Russia has an AI robot that watches our television every day, 24 hours. And, and the, robot is, the AI robot is prepared to launch nuclear weapon. He looks at our politician, our leader. The way they speak to the media, the robot can determine if they're about to launch nuclear weapon on Russia. And he, they want to do a preemptive attack on the United States before they do it on Russia. And this AI have been prepared to do so. My brother and sister. It took them many years to put all the intelligence into the AI to study every leader of the United States. And when they decide to do an attack, the AI will immediately determine, even by the eyesight, by the color of the skin, and they're speaking serious, by the tone of their voice, and they mean what they're saying, the robot will immediately do a preemptive attack with nuclear weapon on this nation. It is already in prepare, my brother and sister. The destruction of millions of people, it is within days from now. 
This is why repenting is a must, is that we keep praying for soul to be in faith, because very soon you will know yourself without any preacher telling you anything. As the people have been blown to pieces, to dust, you will know if they were not ready, they didn't make it. My brother and sister, in this late hour that we're in, late, 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 59 minutes to the late hour, practically, my brother and sister, that's what we are to the coming of Jesus. We're like 59 to 50, to maybe 50 seconds or something of second in the hour, in the spirit of clock, to the coming of the Lord. There's no turning back the clock anymore. Father is not giving any more time. He told me before this year began, the Lord was standing right there when Father spoke to me. And Father said, no more time will be given. No more time. My brother and sister, this is what we are. No more time will be given. Whatever's left, it's left. The bride, very soon, as the Lord says to me, I was preparing to get to, before the Lord took me to heaven, I was thinking to get a garden, like I usually do, and to plant vegetables and things that I wanted to plant. He reminded me that I would not have time to do that. The Lord did. My brother and sister. And he brought me to heaven, and I remember sharing here on the Lord's Tower. I was in heaven in the days to come, standing. And I was thinking, there's no home people here, there's no lows. For me to get work to, you know, build my, my tomato trailers the way I like it. And one of the brothers came out to me and said, Brother Elvin, come on, we're in a much better place. Come on, let's go build your tomato, how, how you want to plant your tomato, build your garden, how you want it. And he just began to do so, my brother and sister. Things are closer than what we think. The Lord told me this many years ago. And repeated again to me that when the day will come, it will be sooner than what we think. That's why I keep asking people, what are we thinking? Because this is sooner. It's better for you to think that it's, it's like, like the Lord says, right now it's coming. And live this way. Because then you know you need to be repenting every second, every minute. Don't, don't wait a second to pass before you're repenting. Say I'm sorry to the Lord from morning to night to night to morning. For any sin, any trespasses in your life, my brother and sister, you don't want that shofar to be sound, the trumpet, and for you to be found not ready. Oh, my Lord. Verse 19, yea, the Lord would answer and say to his people, behold, I will send you corn, wine, and oil. You shall be satisfied whereby, and will no more make your reproach among the heathen. See, God would have to provide Israel with food and everything they need. Because, again, in the great tribulation, there's none. God will have to be the provider for them and for anyone who, who's hungry in the great tribulation. My brother and sister. Verse 20, but I will remove far off you the northern army. Okay, listen. He's talking about Russia. Russia. I will remove far off from you the northern army. Hallelujah. Will drive him into the land of Aaron and desolated. His face to the east sea. His hinder parts to the outermost sea. This thing shall come up. His saber shall come up. 
because he had not done a great thing. Well, so far they think that they're doing a great thing. You know how God called what they're doing that they think is a great thing with bricks and all that? God says it's not a great thing. Because he had done he had done a great thing. Well, I guess recognizing what they're doing. But it's not gonna be for good because it's the Israel against Israel. My brother and sister. Okay? Because he has done a great thing. My brother and sister. I uh, since the Lord said to Sister Celestia that what President Putin doing right now, he is a smart man of war, my brother and sister. He is preparing all the nations. Forty-six nations have joined him in 26 months of waiting. Okay? And he's preparing all of them with nuclear weapons to take out their enemy. So think about it. Verse 21, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do a great thing. Yes, he will. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field. The pastor of the wilderness spring up for the tree bear his fruit. The fig tree, the vine, ye in the strength. Be glad, ye children of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the early rain, moderately. He will cause it to come down to, for you the rain, early rain, and the latter rain in the first month. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise your God. Now, listen to this. If you know about planting, I want you to meditate on this. Please meditate on this. If you know about planting, okay, you never get in one month the early and the latter rain. If you know about planting, okay, you get an early season, you get rain early, okay, or later. But you don't, you don't, you never get two in one month. Okay, literally, that might be impossible. Only God can do that. That's a miracle. Now think about it for a second. He's giving you all that. Okay, what is he talking about then, brother Elvi? Because think about the season. Every season is uh, three months of winter, three months of summer. A spring, summer, and autumn. Okay? That's how, that's how you get the year, a 12 months. Okay? You can get the early rain, or sometimes you get the latter rain. You never get both in one month. So what is it here that the Lord is saying to us? Okay? In one single month, he's given us revival. That's what he's talking about here. When I saw the revival, I didn't know why I saw less than a month. I finally see it in the Bible, what I saw in my revelation from the Lord. He causes to come down for you the rain that's supporting out the Holy Spirit. How long it would take for all this to happen? Early rain and the latter rain in the first month. That's a period of 30 days, God says. He's given back the year the revival for three, in that, uh, less than 30 days. He says there. Less than 30 days, my brother and sister. The early rain, that's when the Holy Spirit will pour upon the disciple. The latter rain is when the Holy Spirit will be poured upon the last day believer. 
both movement of God will be experienced in one month about the first month God says my brother and sister the first month is is the it's the month of blessing the first month is the it's the month of the first fruit remember that first fruit is a significant a winning soul for the kingdom remember that first fruit is a sign of winning soul and the first month of the year according to the jewish calendar is the first fruit okay that's why you bring the fruit in the first month of the first fruit presented to the Lord. That's what God commanded the people through Moses to bring to them according to the Jewish calendar. In that first month of the year, which is actually three to four months, that's why I tell you, according to the Jewish calendar, the first fruit celebration feast is between the first month, which goes all which end up almost in fourth month, fourth month, the three months, let's say. That's the first fruit fee that, you know, we donate or we give because we know that from, 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 the, from the Messianic law, the law of Moses, the Torah, okay? But God says here that in one month this is going to happen, which is 30 days. He's given us revival to winning soul within one month. Before the, those that stay behind in the glorified body gets to go back home. My brother and sister, isn't God incredible? This is what the Lord says to me yesterday. As I was inquiring about this, I was inquiring about heaven and earth. He says that everything that God is doing, this is what God says to me, is to make earth and heaven one again. One again. Let me read this to you. Thank you, Lord. What an awesome God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to God. John 17, verse 21. Hallelujah. I'm going to start in verse uh, 20. I can start in verse uh, 19 because it talks about what, what we just read through the prophet Joe. For the sake I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Hallelujah. Neither pray I for those alone, but for them also who shall believe in me through the word. This is the last day, bride of Christ. Again, confirming what the prophet Joe said. Those that will believe in him through their word. All right, let me keep reading. Thank you, Lord. Verse 21. That they should may be one. As thou, Father, art in me, and me in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Thank you, Lord. God, as he did in the beginning, is going to make, is what God says to me yesterday, last night, Earth and heaven, all this work is to make earth and heaven one again. As God and the Lord are one, as the bride and Jesus are one, my brother and sister, 
all it is to be one again. But in this condition this earth is, it can never be one with God. God has to make us a new earth where newborn believer in Christ can live with Christ and wait with him a thousand years. Before what is been prophesied, finished, and him that had, this, that had done all his evil is released again for a short season, and then fire consuming from heaven, my brother and sister, and that's the end of that. And then death is finished, and we go into eternity with Christ, my brother and sister. Everything that we need to know is written in his word. All right, let me keep reading now. Joe. So remember, in one month, the first rain, the latter rain, which is supposed to happen in three months, God's going to do it all in one month. He said, that's a miracle from God. To happen in one month, the early rain and the latter rain, that's a miracle from God. That's revival in the winning and so in one month. Wow. Verse 24. And the floor should be full of wheat, and the vast should overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore you the years that the locusts are eaten, and the cockerworms, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm. My great army I will send amongst you. Huh? All right, let's take it back here. His great army is the church. Okay? Well, before we return, my brothers and sisters, there's been seven years, seven years, what the locust has been released upon the earth, they have eaten everything. Eaten. The cacaworn, the caterpillar, and the pomeworn. There's practically nothing left. These locusts are eating everything during those seven years. But look at the promise of God for Israel. God promised to Israel as the church. The army of Christ. That's the promise to Israel in the last days. Look what God said about his army. My great army, which I will send among you. I remember seeing my son, my glorified, glorified body the other day. And I was in the Middle East. And this man came to try to stop me from doing the Lord's work. And I ordered the wind to take him away. And the wind came and took them away. Nothing is going to stop our brothers and sisters. We are the Lord great, aren't we? You are great to God, remember. You have been elected. You have been selected, Jesus said, and you have been chosen. You and I are God's great army. God said, my great army, which I will send among you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look what happened when God sent his, his great army, us. Okay? Look what happened. Look what happened to the earth. Look what happened to those that are hungry down here, that have no food or nothing. Okay? Remember when the Lord sent me with a group of people, and I was in the great tribulation, and people were naked, and we prayed for clothing, and we were able to clothe these people? Whatever they needed, we would pray instantly. They have what they needed when we pray. God said to the prophet Joe, and I will save my great army. Thank you, Lord. All right, verse 26. What happened when God sent his great army? And you shall eat plenty and be satisfied. There you go. 
We're coming to pray for food to appear on people's table. We're coming to pray for clothing to appear for people to get dressed. Again, my brothers and sisters, whatever they needed, when we are sent, we can just ask the Lord, and they will have it immediately. They should give you and I joy. You should be praising the Lord right now. Thank you, Lord. And you should eat. So when God said, my great army, so I was sent among you. Hallelujah. Among them. We are sent among them. So when people come, oh, I'm so hungry. I have no clothing naked. All right, no problem. Let's pray. Boom, immediately they have what they need. Verse 20 says, and you should eat plenty and be satisfied. All right, so what is it that you like it after your food? What do you like, cheesecake, apple pie, orange juice? What do you want, Sprite? All right, Sprite, Lord. Whatever you like. Tea, you like sweet tea? All right, we pray for sweet tea for you. Whatever you like, we'll pray immediately you will have it. God said, this is what God said, and you should eat plenty and be satisfied. He sends this great army. We do all these miracles for people. And if you like cupcake or, or chocolate, what is it that you need? We pray immediately you have it. You know, the only thing we're going to give you chocolate without any chemical, without anything that's going to harm your body. Okay? Instead of a pure chocolate, pure orange juice, uh, if you like fish, pure fish with no contamination, no vaccinated salmon anymore. Thank you, Lord. Or fish. Praise you, God. Okay. And you should eat plenty and be satisfied. Okay? And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wonderfully with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. Okay? Look, God's in his army, right? And then what he says, that his people Israel will never be ashamed. How do you like that now? You and I come as a soldier of Jesus Christ, okay? And we protect Israel, okay? We, come, we become Israel's uh, secret service. <laughs> we can call it like that. Hallelujah. We're, we're no secret anymore. The devil keeps secret. Okay? We're going to be in the open. And the nation will see us being the protectors of God's people, Israel. And God said that Israel will never be ashamed. Because in this war right now that is going on, there's going to be shame coming. I'm sorry to say to you, but God said that a reckoning will be kept through the prophet Isaiah. All, all these nations coming together, it's going to bring to Jacob, my brother and sister, much pain and much hurting, my brother and sister. And I can read it to you in the Bible so you know, okay? What is coming, my brother and sister, hallelujah. And Jacob is going to suffer, my brother and sister. God said, therefore fear now, O my servant Jacob, in, in Jeremiah 30:10, says the Lord, neither to be dismayed, O Israel, I will save thee from afar, thy seed from the land of the captivity, Jacob, to return and shall be in rest, be quiet no more. No one shall make them afraid. But this is after God sent his army. No one will make them afraid. They will not know, they will not be made to shame. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But God says in verse 12, For thou sayest the Lord, thy bruise is incurable and thy wound grievous. 
none to plead the cause that thou may be brought out. Thou hast not no healing medicine. All thy lovers have forgotten thee. One of the lovers of Israel is United States. For some reason, in this war that is coming, hallelujah, Israel is not going to get much support from the United States, militarily. I know Biden is promising. But Biden promising to Israel is the Antichrist promise to Israel. It's a devil promise to Israel. And what happens when you get a promise from the devil? Think about it for a second. What happens when the devil promises you he's going to help you? That's the promise that Israel is receiving from Biden right now. Okay, the promise of Satan. My brother and sister. And God said, all thy lover have forgotten thee. They seek thee now, for I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy. With the chastisement of a cruel one. For the multitude of thy iniquity, because thy sin will increase. Okay, right now, this is the condition of Israel, God says. Their sins have increased. So what did God need to do to get them right? Well, let's keep reading. Why cry thou for thy affliction? Sorrow is uncurable for the multitude of thy iniquity, because thy sin will increase. I have done this thing unto thee. Therefore, all that devour thee shall be devoured, which is going to happen to Iran and other nations. All thy adversary, every one of them, shall go into captivity. And they that despoil thee shall be despoiled. And they that pray upon thee will be will given to pray. But right now, this is the way I see it. United States praying on Israel. Believe it or not. But we shall see in the days to come. Because all thy love have forgotten thee, God says. What will make the United States forget Israel? God said that they will. And God is not a man that he will lie, not a son of man that he will repent. God is never wrong. That's why I look at what's going on in Israel right now. And all the promise of Biden as a promise of the devil. Lies. My brother and sister, lies upon lies, okay? Okay. One thing I know from the Lord that he has revealed to me, this nation is broke, okay? Broke as broke. They're printing out money that they don't have. They don't have the gold. They don't have the valuable. They try to make up an economy that they don't have. And the bottom is going to fall very soon. Okay, in one in forty eight hours, I think it's twenty eight forty eight hours, United States has no fuel. They were running the last fuel of the company that they had, one out of New Jersey. Okay, the elite know it very well. No one knows what they're gonna do. They have not come up with a solution for it. They might have some fuel left over. Okay, maybe to run it deep, a little deeper into the winter. I don't know. Or maybe they just leave it for the military and that's it. Let everyone else take care of themselves. Remember what the Lord showed me coming up? Riots. I'm still looking for the riots. Because very soon the government will have to tell them, we can no more. And the riots are going to begin. They're ready for martial law. That's one thing they've been getting ready for for, what, uh, a year or two now? They got all the vehicle, all the personnel they wanted. They're ready for martial law. Why have they been preparing 
for martial law instead of preparing to help other people. Think about it for a second. They got everything they have. They are also prepared for the guillotine. 30,000 guillotine out of China already. They have, they've been preparing FEMA camps. How do they know that people are going to end up in FEMA camps? The people are going to riot. They're going to immediately call in for martial law. They got all the vehicle with all the weapons for martial law. All that they've been preparing for. Not for a good economy or for a good election or nothing like that. No, for martial law. They've been getting ready. My Lord, my God, if God gives us a little wisdom, we'll understand what's going on. But a lot of people need to see to believe. And in the days to come, as the Lord is saying through his prophet, they're going to be shocked to the core of their being. As they see the nation being no more. My brothers, and they're going to ask themselves, why didn't we believe God's prophet? Why did we doubt him? Because that's the work of the enemy. He's working in people's life to doubt and unbelief. Because if you do, you don't get ready. You don't prepare yourself, my brother and sister. Within days to see and change, you could not even imagine in the world. Nuclear weapons are within days going off. The thing is, it's not about nuclear weapon and chemical weapon and all that going off. Is it whether where you are with Christ? Are you repenting? Are you ready that if you die within days, you could be in heaven right away? Because whether we live or die, we'll be with the Lord. And that's what the Lord wants us to know, believe and walk by faith. That we're not trying to save ourselves, but to give our life for the Lord, as he said. Thank you, Lord. Again, therefore all they that devour thee shall be devoured. Thy enemy, thy adversary. Okay. Now going back to, uh, back to Joe again. I want to play the last prophecy audio. So let me see if I can finish here, Joe. My, I might I might come back to it another day because there's a lot of information there. My brother, my sister. Thank you, Lord. I want to play those audio, a confirmation about what I've been speaking tonight. You want to hear a different prophet? Take it into prayer. Everything you hear. And read this again in prayer, and you'll see in fasting, okay? In fasting, read this chapter 2 of Job. Everything is there of what's already happening. The trumpet that is about to be in sound, the Lord's coming right now on his way, now. Oh, it's all there in Job 2, okay? So God said that you eat plenty, be satisfied, praise the name of the Lord your God. Deal wonderfully with you. Uh, my people should never be ashamed. You should know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God, none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. Amen. Again, God repeats it twice in Joel 2, 27. Okay? But before he says that they will not be ashamed, what did he say? I will send my great army to them, the church. Okay? We are coming down to make sure Israel will not be ashamed anymore from the Lord. The Lord is sending us. What an awesome God we serve. But the Lord's coming with us too, in case you're wondering. Verse 28. Hallelujah. And it shall come to pass, hallelujah, afterward, that I will, I will pour my spirit upon the flesh. Thank you, Lord. All flesh needs to be ready 
to receive God's spirit. Okay? If people are not ready, that's why in the days of Pentecost, hallelujah, not everyone could receive God's spirit. Peter had to stand up with the other disciple. Those that were praying and fasting received the Holy Spirit, but the rest did not receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? My brother insisted. Now look at this. I want you to see this now. Joshua. I will close with this. Hallelujah. I believe now, Joe 228, that God said after those days he will put out his spirit. I believe this is in the beginning of the millennium, the new earth. Because look what he says. And it shall come to pass afterward. I, put, I will put out my spirit upon all flesh. That's the millennium. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall read dreams, and your young men shall see vision. Okay? I know a lot of people apply this to the past and the present. Of course you can. The word of God is prophetic, past, present, and future. You can apply it. But this here, I believe 100% all flesh will receive the pouring of the Holy Spirit during the millennium kingdom, right from the beginning. My brother and my sister. Because why? Because I saw it. Verse 29. Also upon my servant, upon the handmaid on those days, I, pour, I will pour out my spirit. I will also show wonders in heaven and earth, blood and fire, pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and terrible day of the Lord cometh. This is a sign before he comes. Before he put out his spirit, before he comes. The sign is, my brother and sisters, here it is. Hallelujah. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood. Notice that the, on the other verse says that the moon will be darkness. The sun will be darkness. The moon will be darkness. But look at it here. The sun is going darkness. The moon is going bloody. Blood. My brother and sister. I believe that bloody moon is a sign of people changing the transformation. And also all the deaths that are going to be coming. All the people that are going to die. Much blood will be shed. I believe that. My brother and sisters. Because I've been wondering, why is the moon bloody, blood, red? Now, people will tell you it's a full moon. It's clicks that makes the moon look red. But remember that in this case, it's not happening like we've seen before. Uh, a red moons, Because... The sun is darkness. The moon is bloody, my brothers and sisters. And during the Great Tribulation, it's already dark, the sun. The moon is already dark, as we read before. So how is the moon going to be bloody? That's the question you got to ask and search for. Thank you, Lord. Everything is in the Word of God, my brothers and sisters. Verse 32. And it shall come to pass that whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Now, look what it says here. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, where are we? Where are we standing, church, during this time when this happens? Okay. This I can give you verses from Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, comparing it to what it says here. My brother and sister, we will have to go back and study this so I can show you. I've done this on the Lord's table before, but... Okay, so it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call, and the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion in Jerusalem shall be delivered, as the Lord has said. 
Okay, who he not said it through? The prophet, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, even Psalms. There's more in the Bible, as the Lord has said. And the retinue whom the Lord shall call. A retinue is like the leftover or whatever is left from removing the evil. What's happening in Israel is a cleansing. And there will be a reckoning. And a lot of people are not going to like what they're going to see in the days to come. They are missing here in Tel Aviv, in Jerusalem. And more are going to hit Tel Aviv in Jerusalem. And many are going to lose their life. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The missile will not stop from going into Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, and other places. They will hit practically every single place. There are three cities that are going to be preserved, that are preserved right now. But the city, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, missile will be hitting them practically in every corner. Very few people will still be alive. The IDS tomb will be no more. I'm sorry to say this. I am praying every day for the peace of uh, Jerusalem, peace of Israel. My brother says, but the word of God, as I read this in the word, the word of God is our map. It's been written, so it will be fulfilled. Jesus said about his word, heaven and earth will pass, but not my word. You see, whatever we read here, we have to believe, because this is the word of God. A random is going to come out. A mighty cleansing has been begun, and many more are going to lose their life in the days to come. That's why Iran has missile that they dreamed to have 10 years ago, hypersonic missile, unstoppable missile, and much more, okay? Well, some of these missiles hit Israel and Jerusalem. Well, I don't need to tell you. You can turn on Fox News, CNN, any, anywhere you watch your news, and watch it on television yourself. What I'm telling you this is so you will not be shaken, and you will not be moved from your faith. Because many people, well, what is coming in the days of God, their faith is going to be shaken severely. And they're going to say, God, why are you protecting Israel? Why are so many soldiers in Israel dying? Why so many tanks are being blown up in houses and buildings? You're going to wonder why. But remember what the Word of God says. God said he will raise a remnant. A remnant he will keep. Our reigning is very little. Almost 6 million people came out of Egypt. And according to certain rabbi, only 350,000 entered into the promised land. Now, do your math. What is 6 million minus 350,000 people? My brother says, not even half a million entered the promised land. 350. That 350,000 is what God calls a retinue. Of his people, out of almost six million people. Now, his history repeating itself again. Israel has about the same amount of people today. I believe it is. Hallelujah. Let me look it up quickly. Praise to Jesus. History repeat itself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. They have now, according to, the, to Google, about 9 million. 
They got so they got three million more than when they came out of Egypt. Okay, my brothers and sisters, and only three hundred and fifty thousand people enter. That means that if God's going to go by the same math he did in coming out of Egypt, going into the promised land, then we will have left over maybe 500,000 people after 9 million people, almost 10, almost gone. Prepare, my brother and sister. Continue to pray. God is faithful. God will answer our prayer. The word of God has to come to pass. Now I'm going to go ahead and, and pray, play what the prophet of God are seeing to dreams and vision. Hallelujah. We'll be back Tuesday night, and God willing, we'll go back into the Word of God. We'll show you more, share more of the Word, and and then you will understand what's going on. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to Cloud9 Blessings. I hope that you are all having a very beautiful and blessed day. Thank you so much for clicking on this video today because it gives us another opportunity to experience a rapture dream, vision, tribulation dream, or even a near-death experience together here in this series of videos. So before we get started into today's video, if you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe, as well as hit the notification bell so that you are constantly notified when new content is added to this channel weekly. In today's video, we are going to be looking at a submission emailed in by our dear sister in Christ, Cindy, where she wanted to share with us an end times dream that she received. So let's take a look and see what our sister in Christ saw in her dream. But I was, I was feeling down. I was feeling really, really down and defeated. And I was just, I can't say I was losing hope because I would never lose hope. I was just feeling really, really down. And uh, in this dream, it's hard to explain, but we were on this road. Me and my husband were on this road, and it was like this curve around this mountain. And uh, But there was like these barricades that looked like um, railroad arms. <clears throat> you know, the ones that come up and down. And now they were put, they were like in little squares, how the arms come down, and a person could be trapped in all these different little squares between the arms. And in these squares were also, well, there's just one, actually, a machine where you could, it was more like the machine, you know how you take a receipt out or at the airport where you put in, some information and it spits out a machine or it spits out a ticket. But I knew that during this time um, it was really, really hard to not get in trouble. Especially if you were a Christian. It was just extremely hard to not get in trouble. And But I was standing not by the machine yet. I was standing over by my husband at the curve around the mountain and we were talking and we were making plans. And I heard in my head, I heard this voice that was saying, no, I'm coming back now. You don't have time. And he just kept saying it and kept saying it, but I was kind of ignoring it. I was hearing it, but kind of ignoring it. And I was going ahead and making the plans with my husband. And then I remember my husband nodding okay and... I said, okay, and then he started walking the opposite direction of me, 
and he was walking away from me. And this voice kept getting louder and louder and louder. No, you don't have time. I'm coming back right now. I'm coming now. And I started walking to the machine, this ticket, and I got blocked in. And as I was trying to pull my ticket out, it kept tearing in shreds. I mean, it just ripping and ripping and ripping. And the voice kept getting louder and louder and louder. And I finally got all the pieces of my ticket out, and the arm came up and let me out. And as I started walking out of the little thing and where I was down the road, the voice again was getting louder and louder and louder, and then all of a sudden it went quiet. I didn't hear it anymore. And I kept walking, and then all of a sudden I heard the horns, the trumpet sound. And I stopped in my tracks, and I was like, oh, you mean now, now? You're coming right now. And I turned around and looked up into the sky, and it was blue. It was just all blue, except for these couple of little clouds that started separating. And I could hear the trumpets coming out from where the clouds were separating. And then all of a sudden I heard Jesus, and he said, come up here now. And I remember thinking, okay. And I started feeling like, I, this is the part that's really hard to explain. It was like a magnet or something that grabbed a hold of me right in my chest inside, like it was grabbing my soul. And I felt myself being pulled up from that spot. And I remember thinking about my boys, about all my kids and my husband. And and then the thought came into my head, no, they're okay. God's got them. Don't think about them. Don't turn around. Don't look back. And I was determined not to do that. I was determined not to look back. And I felt myself starting to, my body was just feeling weird, like it was changing. And then I woke up. But I can't stress enough about that. He said, no, you don't have time. I'm coming now, right now. And we have got to, that's the second rapture dream I've had. And we have got to get people on board, invite them into the ark, just talk to them, share. You can order pamphlets. You can make your own little cards that say, are you ready, you know, and explain what's happening, what's going on. And even if these people throw it away, they still read it. They still looked at it. And you planted that seed. So when we do disappear, they're going to remember that. They're going to remember what you said. And they're going to remember that they called you crazy, but you're the one that's gone. And they're the one that's left. But they're also going to remember, well, they said that I still have time. I can still be saved. That if I'm going through the tribulation, it's going to be hard, yes. But I still have time. I can still turn to God. And that is what the most important thing is. That you get that information out there. You print it out. You make videos. You record it. And I am more 
the person that thinks you need to print the stuff because we don't know what kind of technology they're going to have after the rapture. We don't know if they're going to be able to get online. We don't know if they're even going to have electricity. I'm sure they're going to get it after a while, but it's probably going to be one of those things where you can't buy or sell without the mark of the beast. So therefore, you're not going to be able to buy electricity. You're not going to be able to buy the Internet, not without that mark. So we need to leave paper. We need to leave books. They need to be able to get the information. So I just wanted you guys to to hear about that dream, the ones that haven't heard it, and and encourage you to please get out there. Let people know. Okay? Love you all. Thank you so much, Sister Cindy, for sharing this very powerful and urgent dream that you experienced with the channel. You definitely shared some beautiful and intense details. Hearing the trumpet sounds is one of my favorite parts, being able to hear that sound, because that means that we're being called home. And the feeling of being pulled, I have also had felt that. It's like this slingshot, your body's just instantly being pulled up. And you can even feel it when you wake up from your dream. It's that powerful, and it stays in your mind. Thank you so much for sharing that, along with the very important info that we should be and always be sharing the good news of Christ's return. There are many ways that you can do that. You can go online. There's some great resources, pamphlets that you can order online. You can also leave left-behind letters, which I highly recommend from raptureready.com. They have some great printouts that you can print. You can leave them in your home, in your car, in your purse, in your pockets, just about anywhere so that your family and friends that may be left behind have those essential resources, as well as Bibles, the number one thing, because that will give them the knowledge to know what has happened. They can read in Revelation. They can read in many of the books in the Bible, like Thessalonians, 1 Corinthians 51 through 4, 4, the gospel. And you can also leave the notes on where in the Bible they can search for that very information as to what happened. Our Sister in Christ channel information will be in the description box, so please head over there and subscribe to her channel. I thank you all for taking the time to watch this video today. If you are enjoying this channel ministry and want to see more videos just like this, please head over back to the Cloud9 Blessings YouTube channel. There are different playlists along with hundreds and hundreds of videos for brothers and sisters in Christ from around the world. I truly hope that this video has blessed you today. May God bless you all and have a very blessed day. You may be at church. You may be at work. You may be asleep. God grant that you will be ready when he makes his personal appearance. My God, what? Get ready! Get ready!
everyone, welcome back to the channel. Share, subscribe, like this video, make sure you put your prayer request in the bottom. Hope everybody's having a pleasant Sunday. A lot of news. Seems like even Sundays on a day off, the news keeps piling in. Definitely, I want to let you know to keep Bonnie and Gracie both in your prayers still yet. They're both doing a lot better, but just keep them in your prayers. We're finding out that more alliances are being fulfilled through prophecy. Pretty disturbing stuff, actually. With everything that's going on with Israel. We all know that Iran is centered around this. And that's part of the Psalm 83 war. That's part of all this. This will lead to everything else. To the Antichrist getting his power, all of it. So we're seeing all them alliances start to be fulfilled. Now, a lot of people say, well, this has happened before. Actually, it has not. This has never happened. Since Israel was back into the land, this has never happened. So this is prophecy. So there's a lot of people that want to hang on to this world, and they're going to keep telling you that, yeah, it's just going to blow over. This happened before. No, it has not. These people that are doing this now are the ones in Scripture. Iran's heading it up. In the Bible, it's Persia. But it's Iran. They're the one heading up all this. This is all their proxies, and they're going to bring everybody into this. That's what's going to happen. But God will intervene and destroy their armies this time. But then, later on, they will all come back. But it will be more. It will be Russia, Turkey, all of them. But you're seeing all these players that's never worked together, but they're in prophecy together, are starting to work together. And they have one goal, the annihilation of Israel. That's their goal. Today, Russia made a direct threat to the United States. If anything happens to Iran, in their own words, you won't know what hits you. So they threaten all them U.S. soldiers over there with a hypersonic nuclear weapon. If you think that these things are normal and that normal's coming back, you're wrong. The only thing coming now is the rapture. That's what's coming. We've been telling you for a year. And now all of a sudden it's just it's the birth pains are like nothing we've ever seen. Now we don't know, but I do believe Iran does have a nuclear weapon, and I'm sure Russia's gave it to them. And that might be a hypersonic nuclear weapon. I do believe with all the forces, now they're talking about sending a third aircraft carrier over there to the Mediterranean. People, they got enough firepower over there to level the Middle East to nothing. I believe that them and Israel will do a first strike on Iran. I think that's why you're seeing all this stuff over there. I think that's why you're seeing it. I think they're going to do a preemptive strike, and I think Russia knows that. That's why they threatened that. I don't think Russia will do anything because God won't let them. Not this time. And I could be wrong. They might not even strike them. They might strike us here on this soil, because I'm telling you, it does happen. So, you're seeing nuclear war, and all the talks about nuclear war everywhere, from Pakistan to Russia. So, Iran has now, or Russia has now said that they are going to protect Iran and China with their nuclear umbrella. Hmm. Ain't that curious? China just sent a bunch of warships over there. They're in the Persian Gulf. They're not in the Mediterranean. 
but we've got ships there too. So this is getting real interesting, really quick. There is a lot of stuff happening around the world. But that place is going to light up like a matchstick when it comes down to it. So definitely have yourselves ready for anything this week, because I think this week is going to get crazy. I really do. With all this talk about nuclear weapons, I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time, people. And America will still be asleep. I mean, right now there'd be four nukes go off, and these people in America still be wanting to know where Taylor Swift is. America's never going to wake up until they get hit. They're just not going to wake up. These people here just believe nothing affects them. They live in an imaginary world that does not exist. They just, I don't know. Never seen anything like it. But they live in an imaginary world. And when it does crash, and it's going to, boy almighty, it's going to be chaos. That's why I'm glad we're leaving. Because that chaos is coming. But Jesus told us in these last days that they won't see it coming. They'll be laughing, drinking, having a good time, and then bam, it'll be too late for them. That's what you'll see. So, but we're not that way. We're waiting for it. We're waiting for the rapture to happen. We're looking for it. And you know it's definitely close because we're getting attacked so much in the comments. I've had so many watchmen and watchwomen tell me of all the people they've had to start blocking because they're just like demons coming out of everywhere. And they will. They know that this is their time, and it's gearing up. And boy, them demons are stirring up in people. Like I said, you got to pick a side. One side's for God, one side is not. If you think it's with the church replaces the Jews, you're really mistaken, and I don't want to be you. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to be. I don't want to be you if you're just on the other side of this. Mm -mm. No, what's coming? Better choose wisely. I've said it over and over. Satan is going to try to deceive the world. And a lot of them's already been deceived. Tell them that Palestine, that's their land, and all stuff, and it's not their land. If you believe Palestine, that that's their land, you've never read a Bible, and you don't believe in God. Because the Bible does not say that. That land was given to the Jews. That's always been their land. But Satan's always going to take their land away from them. So you start to see... Who's running the show? Satan is anti-Jew. He wants to take that land because he knows that's what God gave them. That's why he wants to do it. This has nothing to do with anything else. This is good versus evil, people. Bottom line. It's good versus evil. People pick a side, and that's the side you're going to be stuck with. If you don't, I mean, literally, if you, you better trust the gospel, 1 Corinthians 15, 1, 2, 4, while you still have time, because I'm telling you, don't pick the wrong side, because Jesus is on his way, and it ain't going to be pretty. That's all I can tell you. Because, see, Jesus is going to defeat those armies. I don't care if they have hypersonic missiles or what. I don't care what they have. That ain't going to stop, that ain't going to stop God. Their weapons will be, you know, useless. And all their troops that they bring, Israel survives, people. That's the good thing. She will be there. God says, as long as the sun's there, Israel will be there. So right there, it tells you, they win in the end. And they do. Jesus will rule from there in that thousand-year millennial reign. So they're not going anywhere. Everybody else is, but they're not. So trust in Jesus, people. That's the only way out of here now. 
we get closer and closer every day. And I mean, it's here. It is here. Without a doubt. I have no doubts. Paul said in Thessalonians 5.1, you'll know. You'll know by what we've read and what they've told us. That means, I'm telling you, that's talking about the rapture. That's what he's talking about, the apostle being caught up. He's asking him, well, how will we know when is that? Oh, you'll know. He said, you'll, you'll know. If you know Scripture, you'll know. Well, we know. We know. That's why we keep saying, brother, well, how do you know? Because we read the Scripture. Wow, it tells you. The events, when you see these events start to take place, look up. That means the rapture's coming. Not the second coming, people. It's the rapture. He's not coming down the first time. He's just going to yell from the clouds, and the world's going to hear it. The world's going to shake. All the dead will wake up and go up, and then we're that are alive will be caught up with them. That's the first event. And then after we leave, sudden destruction. All over the world. Not just there. It'll be everywhere. There will be no safe place. It will be chaos upon this earth like you've never seen. So definitely get yourself ready. So as many seeds as you can. Because I'm telling you, we are down to the last seconds here. It is coming. So just have yourselves ready. I love each and every one of you. We'll do some more updates right now. We're just, it's kind of slow. I mean, that stuff came out this morning. And... Like I said, I think this week is when they'll probably go into the Gaza, and that's when all hell's going to break loose. When the rapture happens, the rapture could happen tonight, it could happen in the morning. It's definitely that close. So just keep yourselves aware. That's all we can do now and pray. Pray for the people of Israel, people of America, the soldiers over there. Pray for the protection of the Jews and Christians. That's what we got to do now. And now we're just waiting for Jesus to come pick us up because we know it's time. And it is time. Don't think for one second this is not going to happen. It's going to happen. The rapture is coming and then sudden destruction. If I don't see or hear from you again, I'll see you in heaven. Thank you once again for tuning in to Global Rapture Watchers, where we do daily updates here on YouTube, letting you know that we're one day closer to our Lord and Savior coming back. Thank you for all the support for this channel. This channel was created for God's sheep, those that are waiting for their Lord and Savior to come back and get us in these last days. We do updates once to two times a day here on YouTube. Thank you for all your support for the channel. God bless each and every one of you. Highest God. This is the prophetess of the Most Highest God. I am speaking to the body and the bride of Christ. The Lord has given me a message last night about the things that are about to take place. This is what he told me. Mercy. I will have mercy on whom, whom I will have mercy. 
and compassion on whom I will have compassion on, saith the Lord. Psalms 90, God's eternity and man's transitoriness. The reason God brings destruction on earth is to bring men to him so his work can be established upon the whole earth by his hands. The word of God that came to me was that. And this is the message. I will change the philosophy of the speed of prophecy. The Lord is going to be accelerating the war of Israel and Hamas. He will bring also an acceleration of things in the United States of America and throughout the whole world. Wake up, church. I am coming. Ye must be ready, for I am going to accelerate all things, my beloved. He was telling that to me. Tell my people who are called by my name. They are going to see many things that have that they have read in my word. in the days ahead that will shock them but these things must come to pass my beloved handmaiden write these things down in order number one the war shall bring forth new insights no the war shall bring forth new insights to the war between my chosen people and their enemies number two The nations that shall join the fight shall not remain. Number three, the USA shall stay and fight for my people Israel. Number four, this war shall be long and many shall perish. Number five, Israel shall receive the victory and win this war. Hamas will be no more. My people shall remain left alone for a time in the future. But my bride and body will come up here to be with me quickly, quickly, quickly. Time will be over for my bride and body. I am the Alpha and the Omega, and I have come in the flesh, and I am coming again. Love, Yeshua HaMashiach your bridegroom. Time, 4 o'clock p.m., judgment. Brothers and sisters, body of Christ, bride of Christ, things are going to heat up like the Lord said. He is going to bring an acceleration upon the war and upon the things that we are seeing in the United States and throughout the whole world. Get ready, 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 get ready. For he is coming. Shalom, be blessed, and we are out of here. See you in the air.
taking the children out of the hands of their mothers and fathers. Folks, if ever there was a time to pray, if ever there was a time to go to the throne of God, it is now. Amazing. Amazing uh, what is going to happen is going to stagger us. Once we've crossed certain boundaries and lines, there's no limit to what evil will do and become in the world. We're about to live and see a lawlessness that will shock us. We'll be scratching our heads every morning and say, how is this possible? How did the thinking ever even get into this society in the first place? Now, here's the good news. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations. And then the end will come. So here's the way I read this. There will be a victorious church in the last days of time as we know it. There will be a people of God empowered by the spirit of almighty God. Given the ability to stand that is supernatural. Given courage that can only come from God. Given power in their speech given something of light in their eye, given something of character that can only come from the Holy Spirit, given a love that will cast out fear, given the courage to stand up and declare to this whole world that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. There is no other name given under heaven. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. So let that be your prayer now. It is mine. Oh God, give me your Holy Spirit. Oh God, as you did for the early church, when they prayed about the threatenings that were coming against the testimony of Christ. And as they prayed, you shook the place where they were. You gave them your Holy Spirit. You stretched out your hand and began to heal. And they were not afraid of the threatenings of the authorities of their time. They stood in the strength of their God because they lived on the side of truth. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. There are times to stand up and be counted. There are times when we have to fight for our homes, fight for our families, fight for our children, fight for the unborn, fight for morality, fight for marriage, fight for truth. There are times we have to stand up and fight. And there will be a victorious church. Yes, there will be multitudes descending into darkness. There will be multitudes of formerly professing believers that will be following them into darkness. But thank God, there will be a victorious church. And I believe with all my heart, we will live to see a harvest in this last day. A glorious harvest for the glory of God. God will empower us to keep loving when love is growing cold. The love of many will grow cold. The love of many, even in God's house for the work of God, will grow cold. But God will give us a supernatural enablement of love to even love our enemies. Even love those who hate us and despitefully use us. God will give us that love. Only God can give it. But if you ask for it, it can be yours. Ask for it. You have not because you ask not. Jesus said it clearly through the Apostle James. You have not simply because you ask not. He said to his own disciples, up to this point, you've not asked for anything. Ask now that your joy might be full. It's time to ask. It's time to say, God, fill my heart with 
a love that won't grow cold. Fill my heart with a love that's supernatural. Fill my heart with a love that will cause me even to love those that will hate me in the future. There'll be a victorious church empowered by the Holy Spirit to keep on giving when selfishness is abounding, when everyone is hoarding, when everyone is reaching out, when countries are fighting over resources, then everybody's doing this, trying to survive the best way they know how. There's going to be a people that still have open hearts and open hands looking around them to see if there's a need that they can meet and trusting that God will be their supply. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. There will be a victorious church empowered to live morally when the world is being baptized in filth. A victorious church making the choice to say, God, this house is your house. I'm not asking you to be a tenant. I'm asking you to take it over. I'm asking you to rearrange it. I'm asking you, God, secure the windows, secure the doors, my God. Secure the heart of this home. God Almighty, this is your dwelling place on the earth. Let it be a place of glory. There'll be a victorious church empowered by the Spirit to stay committed when abandonment is everywhere. To stay committed to the cause of Christ, committed to one another, committed to fighting for those who don't have a voice to fight for themselves, committed to fighting for even our enemies who are headed into an eternity that is so terrifying they have no idea where they're going. We are the only ones who do know and so we're committed to still even fight for them while there's hope. Committed to pointing the way when everyone is pointing the finger. Hallelujah. Committed to pointing the way to eternal life. Committed to standing in the marketplace as they did in the early church. There'll be a church empowered by the Holy Spirit to have lamps filled with light to help those who are trying to escape the darkness. People with a confidence in God, a clear vision, an eye to the simplicity of truth, knowing the real gospel, who are not afraid to say he is the way, the truth, and the life. And lastly, a church empowered by the Holy Spirit to have hearts filled with praise even when the joy of the land is gone. Filled with praise. A song of glory. You see, because our focus is not on the temple here. Our focus is not on the stones. Our focus is not on anything of this world for we know from the testimony of Scripture that it is going to be dissolved. The Apostle Peter said, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what kinds of persons ought we to be? Second Peter, knowing this verse, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers, the apostles, the disciples, fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. And the Lord says for us to always keep Scripture inside of our hearts so we may know what is truth and what is error. Peter speaks of truth, telling us what kind of people we should be at the end of time. We should be godly, loving, and serving people. 
righteous, and holy people. Brothers and sisters, body of Christ, bride of Christ, I love listening to this preacher and what he preached is what the Lord is speaking about today. So I hope you enjoyed the video and was spoken by the Holy Spirit. Be blessed. Shabbat Shalom. We'll see you in heaven. Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice can be found in a multitude of platforms, audio and visual, but for purposes of this video, the only one I'm going to mention is the blog itself. I always encourage people that as you go to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog and you actually spend time reading these prophecies, if you if you listen to the voice of God spoken in his own words, on his own terms, you will find that over time it changes you. It brings you into closer relationship with God because it teaches you how to develop an ear for God. The voice of the Lord God is literally lost in today's world. It has gotten swallowed up with very permissive doctrine, masquerading as teaching. It has gotten swallowed up with lies. It has gotten swallowed up with a lot of pride. Many pastors are operating in pride. They are teaching doctrines of men, doctrines of demons, and their own personal mix and putting it together in a false and a deadly amalgam with the word of God and then telling people that this too is the scripture and this is exactly what God says and this is what God means. What God means is what is written in the Bible. Once you own a Bible and you're actually making an investment of time to read it for yourself, when you hear God speaking prophetic truth, it will not be hard for your ear to tune in and that's because you will already be used to his voice from the word of God. So the master's voice can be found at www.the-masters-voice.com. I'm continuing with these prophecies that the Lord brought upon my heart. They're all titled World Politics. And these visions were all received. All these prophecies were received from the Lord in one day. So I've, I covered two years ago or three years ago, one of the first, it is called World Politics America. And then I have covered World Politics China, World Politics Russia. And now we are back in the United States with a prophecy titled World Politics New York. The date I received this prophecy is June the 16th, 2019. And so the word begins with Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 12, which reads, The Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with an open mouth. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And several years ago, I covered quite a few prophecies that God kept bringing up as the banner, as the linchpin, and as the reminder in those prophecies concerning Russia and China. Isaiah chapter 9, in which there is a particular repeating refrain that says, For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And what this particular sentence is saying is, For all this means... 
I have already covered quite a few punishments that I'm going to send against you. I have already listed for you my anger and what I will do to you. But in spite of all that, my anger is not soothed. For all this, his anger is not turned away. In the biblical days, when the Lord brought many, many, many punishments upon a people or upon a person, what the person would say is, oh, turn away from me, oh God. Job said that. He said, oh, if only he would turn away from me, that I might have respite, that I might have reprieve. And so I can just basically suffer in silence without further punishments coming upon me. Why is this? Because Job went through some of the most horrific testing that any human being on record has ever ever endured. And so a person will say, Lord, turn away from me. Even David said this when David was repenting of his own sin. But the Lord says that he's listing punishments for a particular nation. In this case, Israel, but now he is sending this message to America. He's listing the punishments that he will bring upon the United States. But he says, my anger is not turned away. So I'm not finished punishing you for the things that offend me about you. My hand is stretched out still. That simply means there is still more that I will do. And so here is the word. There is a cry in the heavens against New York City. This cry is louder even than the cry against San Francisco, another city against which accusations and, crow- and cries mount into heaven like smoke. This smoke is the prayers of the righteous joined to the cries of marchers, people who have died willingly and unwillingly for the cause of Jesus Christ. And the Lord says here that many of those who died unwillingly for the cause of Jesus Christ were children. I see the cries against evil cities for backwardness, witchcraft, evil promotions. This is evil dealings and evil works in the spirit realm. And promptings of the devil. And I see many other things that God hates. And these things are rising up like smoke from different countries around the world. But the cries against New York are continuous. They rise and rise like a smokestack whose burning is never satisfied. Until finally I see that the Lord is moved by the many witnesses crying against her to judge her. This city will be burned with fire to answer her burning for sin in the flesh. This is the word of the Lord. And so the vision that the Lord was showing me is that I was seeing the world basically just spread out, no particular region. And what I was seeing is the righteous people on earth were crying out for God to judge the unrighteous. So they weren't just sitting and complaining like many who call themselves Christians today. No, they were actively making use of the primary gift that God gives all children of his the right to enter into the presence of God and ask according to his protocols and according to what has been made known to us in scripture, to ask for judgment against wickedness, to ask for judgment against what God calls the promptings of Satan. The promptings of Satan is the temptations that people give into that lead them into iniquity and then they want to defend the iniquity and say, well, it's my personal iniquity and who are you to judge me? 
This has given rise to all kinds of twisted doctrines, such as now people are unable to speak against unrighteousness. They see themselves as unable to speak against sin, and phrases such as, I don't have a hell to put anyone in.